This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, where the ho-hos are no-nos. What? Bebop? That's a new alien I made up for Character Club. Ho-hos. Okay, and what are ho-hos? Ho-hos are evil knights who only come out at night. Pretty clever, right? Knights at night. That's why they're no-nos. They're evil. So wait. Do you know what a ho-ho actually is? I just told you what a ho-ho actually is, Jonathan. Well, here on Podcast Planet, a ho-ho is actually a snack cake. Like a little cake, like a Twinkie, but it's made of chocolate. You buy it at the store. What? Yeah, that's a ho-ho. Oh, yeah, I mean, I knew that. Did I mention the nights are also snack cakes? That's why they come out at night. They're kind of embarrassed to be cakes. No, you left that part out, Bebop, and I don't believe you. Fine. Try this, then. Welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, where Jojo is a no-no. Jojo? Yeah, that's my new name for you, Jonathan. Jojo the no-no. Oh, boy. Well, fine. All right, BB. Hey! Okay, all right, I won't call you that, but let's get on with the show. If you remember what happened in the last episode, Captain Caspian spotted Finn playing with a ball of seaweed. Only she couldn't see Finn, so she only saw the ball floating in the air. Will this be the moment when Finn's cover is blown? Find out on the Alien Avengers of Finn Caspian, Season 6, Episode 5, Super Bouncy Ball. Tell me, said Captain Caspian, who is that? The captain pushed a button next to her captain's chair, and on the screen in front of them, Juliana could see a video feed of the hallway outside her compartment. There was no one there, but there was a ball of seaweed flying up and then back down in the air, almost as if a boy was tossing it up and catching it. Ah! said Juliana. An alien must have followed me back? Captain Caspian shook her head. Juliana could tell that she had been caught in a lie. She grimaced as she waited for Captain Caspian to tell her her fate. If that's an alien, said the captain, then this is the second disaster aboard the space station already. First, the battery nearly overheats. Then I let an alien life form board us. What's next? A robot mutiny? Is Protofessor planning to become captain now? 
Oh, who am I kidding? He'd do just as good of a job as I'm doing right now. Juliana tried to make no movement at all. No facial expression. Had Captain Caspian actually believed her? On the other hand, the captain looked at Juliana hard. If that's not an alien life form, then you know more than you're telling me. Juliana felt like her face was transparent, and the captain was looking straight through her and reading her brain like a book. Well, there's only one way for us to know, said Captain Caspian. Let's go have a look. You mean, I have to go with you? said Juliana. No, said Captain Caspian. You don't have to go with me. You get to go with me. If that's an alien, then this is a thrilling moment for science. And just in case you have anything else you want to tell me about what that is, we have a nice long walk down there for you to think of it. Captain Caspian took one last look at the screen. Now the ball of seaweed was bouncing off the wall and then pausing in the middle of the air and then bouncing again. Besides, said Captain Caspian, I want to keep this between us for now. The two women of the Marlowe exited the captain's bridge and began walking slowly through the hallway. Juliana scanned the empty corridor, praying that her father would pop out of a door or walk around the corner and find them. But even if he did, what could Juliana tell her dad? That she had transported Captain Caspian's son back from the future as some sort of ghost that only she and alien sea life could see? Probably not the best strategy. Luckily, Juliana didn't have to worry because most of the adults were still celebrating down in the engineering room or keeping an eye on the battery to make sure that it had really cooled down. They wound their way through the hall until they were getting closer to Juliana's compartment. Captain Caspian stopped. Okay, Juliana, I need you to stay behind me, she said. If that thing is still there, and if it's dangerous, I can't have you getting close to it. Finn! yelled Juliana. Finn? said Captain Caspian. What do you mean? Why Why did you yell Finn? I mean, no, not Finn, said Juliana. Fine! I meant, I meant fine. Fine! I'll stay behind you, Captain Caspian! Captain Caspian looked at Juliana like she had two heads. Juliana... Do you know what's over there? said the captain. At this point, Juliana decided it was best to try to convince Captain Caspian that she didn't actually need to see the little ball of seaweed. So, she tried to come up with about a dozen different things it could be. Like, it's an alien super bouncy ball and it bounces around and it's hard to catch and it's super annoying. Juliana, said Captain Caspian. Okay, then, it's a tiny meteorite, and it was about to hit a planet and kill a bunch of tiny dinosaurs, so I brought it on here to save all the little cute dinos? Juliana? It's a giant, unpopped alien popcorn kernel, and I thought we could plant it and see if it would grow, or at least pop it. Juliana? It's an orb of knowledge, and any who possess it has the knowledge of the entire universe, but is that knowledge a gift or a curse? Juliana? It's a cough drop for a giant troll. Juliana? It's a cough drop for a medium-sized troll. Juliana? It's a cough drop for a... Juliana? It is not a cough drop, said Captain Caspian. No, it's not, said Juliana. Fine. It's a ball of talking seaweed, okay? It's a ball of talking seaweed. Fine. 
Captain Caspian looked at Juliana. Did you eat something strange on that planet? Are you feeling okay? Juliana shrugged and nodded. Okay, then if you're done playing pretend, said the captain, let's go. And the captain turned the corner. There was Finn, standing in the middle of the hallway. The ball of seaweed rested on the floor by his feet. Captain Caspian crouched and began stalking toward Finn, like a jungle cat. She turned around to Juliana and put her fingers to her lips to keep her quiet and then took another step. Mom? said Finn. Mom? But Captain Caspian didn't react. She just kept moving slowly toward him. Juliana realized that the captain couldn't see Finn, just the ball of seaweed. Mom? Finn said again. He looked at her and then over at Juliana. Juliana shook her head. She can't see me? said Finn. Juliana shook her head again. So here's something, said Finn. This little ball of plant face can talk. I asked if I could play catch with it, and it said it didn't hurt, so I did. Say hi to my mother, plant face. Hello, Madam Finface, said the little ball of seaweed. Captain Caspian nearly fell backwards. Juliana, look out! She said, it's, it's talking. How can it talk? It doesn't have a mouth. Did you hear it too? Am I imagining it? Is it in my head? No, said Juliana. This is part of Plantface Plant Body, the seaweed alien that helped me down on the planet. I told you. That last one, the ball of talking seaweed, that was the real answer. Captain Caspian turned and looked at Juliana, keeping one eye on the seaweed. So you did know what this was? said the captain. I really wish you had just told me. It's always better to be truthful, so I can help than to lie or hide something and create a worse situation. No more secrets, okay? Okay, said Juliana. So does that mean I'm not in trouble for bringing an alien life form on board? No, it does not mean that at all, said the captain. Not yet, anyway. Now, what did it call me? Madam Finface Finbody, mother of Finface the second, said the seaweed. That's actually Captain Finface said Juliana. Caspian. I mean, Captain Caspian. Mother, said Captain Caspian. Finn face? Juliana, does it always speak such nonsense? Ha ha ha, said Juliana. Yeah, it's funny like that. I, I don't know what it's talking about half the time. Juliana looked over at Finn. He looked miserable. I wish I could just tell her, said Finn. I wish I could just hug her. Finn face says he wants to hug you, said the seaweed. What? said Captain Caspian. Juliana, you stay here and watch it. I need to go get a sample jar so we can isolate this talking ball of seaweed. Captain Caspian began to walk away. Oh man, said Finn. I don't know how much more of this I can take. You and me both, young lady, said Captain Caspian. Wait, you heard me? said Finn. Of course I did. Captain Caspian stopped and turned around. And I think you did catch something on that planet. Your voice sounds a little different. So you can hear me, but not see me, said Finn. I can see you just fine, Juliana, said Captain Caspian. But why did your lips not move when you spoke? Because, said Finn. Mom, it's me.
All right, I am here with my son and editor, young Griffin Messenger. Say hi to everybody, Griff. Hi, hi. Yo! <laughs> All right. Hey, Griffin, what did you think of this episode? Great! What questions do you have? Uh, so, is the plan doing something, or what's going on? Like, how can Finn's mom, well, future Finn's mom, know who know Finn's talking? That's a very good question. So, at the end of the episode... She hears Finn talking, but assumes it's Juliana because it's like a kid's voice and there's no other kids in the hallway, right? Right. And so she can hear his voice. Yeah. How can she hear him? What is happening? My theory is, is like, is maybe like as he go, as he stays there in time, he becomes more real so people can start hearing him and soon enough seeing him. Interesting theory. Interesting theory. So you don't think it has anything to do with plant face, plant body? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. All right. Any other? Well, so first of all, there's no way I'm answering that question. I know you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Any other questions or thoughts you have? Uh, What happens if Finn's mom, past Finn's mom, meets future Finn? Does that screw something up? You mean like in the space-time continuum? Yeah. If they meet, does the universe explode? uh, Like the butterfly effect. One little detail can change a ton of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like like if Julian brings Finn back, sends Finn back to the future world, does Finn's mom know, first of all, know that he was in the past? Or does... is something totally different. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, this is the issue with time travel all the time, right? Like, you're not supposed... If you travel back in time, you're not supposed to see yourself. Yeah, and then you can go... Yeah, 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 you could lose your mind. Uh, You could also really disrupt what happens, right? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so there's a lot at stake, right? Except Finn can't see himself, but he can't see his mom. Right. And, and, his mo- and mom eventually could see him. Right. Right. So the point, though, is that even though Finn can't see himself, there's danger in messing too much with time travel and what could happen, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait for a future episode to find out. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Spoiler! You want- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, one quick thing. Okay. Uh, well, Griffin just tried to give you a spoiler, but I have beeped it out. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right, Griff. With that, without further ado, let's get into some art. All right, art time. All right, I want to say thank you to Ryan, who's six, from Santa Monica. Owen, who's ten. Leo, who's nine. Isabel, who's nine, and Amy, who is six. Hannah, who's nine, from Pompano Beach in Florida. Ezra from Oakland, California, Evan, who's five, and Paul, who's nine, from Atlanta, Georgia, Ellie, who's six, from Charleston, South Carolina, and Charlotte, who's seven, from Charleston, South Carolina, Finn, who's nine, Noah, who's five, and his mom, Drea, who both sent us amazing art, 
Abe from Cincinnati, Miller who is 10, Amara who is 6 from Innisfail, Alberta, Canada, Walter who is 7, and Zuzu who is 4, Annabelle from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and 5-year-old Daniel, 13-year-old Anna, 10-year-old Jessica, and 8-year-old Sarah from Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada. Thank you all so much! All right, thank you so much for all that amazing art. And now, if we've done art, I think that means it's time for... Jokes! Jokes! All right, we got great jokes today from a sister duo from Auckland in New Zealand. Take it away, Olive! Hello, my name is Olive, and I'm seven years old. I live in Auckland, New Zealand, and here's my joke. What do you get when you cross a scared alien with the Milky Ways? A milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Olive. And now Sylvie has a joke. Hi, I'm Sylvie. I'm eight years old and I live in Auckland, New Zealand. What do you call a bike from space? A lunacycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you both for those amazing jokes. All right. Thank you so much for those amazing jokes. Thank you so much for all that amazing art. Griffin, anything else you want to talk about? Um, um... I'm, I'm recommending a book called Bears of the Ice. There's two books. I have this, I have checked out the second one from my school library. I think it's a good book. And it's called Bears of the Ice. Yeah. And you're really liking that. Yeah. That's a good idea to recommend a little, have a little Griffin book time. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little recommending book. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, if you're looking for a good book, Griffin recommends Bears of the Ice by Catherine Lasky. Published by Scholastic. Yep. All right. Anything else, Griff? No, I, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, then, without further ado, could you please say so long to everybody? Bye-bye. Bye! <laughs> All right. Bye-bye-bye, everybody. All right. Thanks for coming back and having more fun with us this week. Keep on sending in your art. Keep on sending in your jokes. Keep on sending in your sounds. Thanks to everybody who sends in everything that you do. It really makes making this show so much fun. The Alien Adventures of Incast Music, Gen Z Kids production, written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. To support the show, go to patreon.com slash fincaspian. To find more great shows for your whole family, go to bestrobotever.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, and we will see you next week! JoJo is a no-no. JoJo is a no-no. JoJo is a no-no. JoJo is a no-no. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? 
Right now, all of six minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.